Bokertov, we're continuing the book of Shemuel Aleph. Last we saw, Eli was promised or was, uh, was told twice, once by a messenger of God and once by Shemuel, that his family, his line would be you know, cursed and bad things would happen. In the case of Shemuel, he said bad things are happening, that whoever hears, his ears will ring and everything that was said to Eli will come true. The people then go out to battle the, uh, with the Pelishtim and they go out and they get struck by the Pelishtim, 4,000 people. So they come back to the camp and they say, we need help. Let's go take the Aron into battle with us so we should, have, we should have the help of the Aron. And the Aron will save us. But when they went, the Pelishtim were initially scared because they said the Aron is here. That's going to be a, it's a tough thing to overcome. But they overcame and they struck down, what was it, 40,000 people? Huge loss for the Jewish people. 30,000 people. They killed 30,000 people. 34, and in that battle, so 34,000 total, in that battle, the Aron was, took, was taken. Now, who would, be, uh, who would this affect the most, the fact that the Aron is taken? God. Eli, the coin. The coin Gadol, who's ministering in Shiloh. Where the Aron was 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 there before, right? And by the way, who who were the who were the people who were guarding the Aron? Chofnin Pinachas. Good. Okay. So, in the course of them taking the Aron, the uh, the sons of Eli also died in that battle. Vayarotz ish binyamin mehamaracha vayavoshilo vayomahu umadav kiruim vaadama al rosho. And a person from Binyamin. He went from the battlefront and he came to Shiloh on that day. His clothes were torn and he had uh, earth on his head. A man from Binyamin, do you guys know of anybody who's from Binyamin? You know any character? You know any character? Ten people left. You know any character? That's true. That's true. Do you know any character from the tribe of Binyamin who's famous? Shaul Amelech. Shaul Amelech was from Binyamin. And according to Rashi, Ish Binyamin, Zaya Shaul, Shekhatafet Luchot, Miyad Goliatu Barachlo. This is Shaul who stole the Luchot from Goliath and he ran away because Goliath was a Pelishti. So the assumption is that Goliath was out to battle and he was one of the people on Wait, the where? enemy side. This? Right now. What, uh, the Luchot, Moshe Rabbeinu's Luchot? Yeah, that were in the Aron. Ah. Meaning, meaning Rashi says that Shaul was out to battle. And he successfully, although they snatched the Aron, although they took the Aron, he successfully snatched the Luchot from inside the Aron and ran away so that at least those would not be taken in the, into the hands of the Pelishtim. Okay, but that's all Midrash. Radak says it's Rachok. Rachoku adam et luchot It's very unlikely that someone was able to take the Luchot out of the Aron. He said, because we know from the later part of the story that the Pelishtim, all of these bad curses are going to start to befall them. Now he said, if just by the mere fact of them hosting the Aron, all of the curses are befalling them, if a person were to put his hands inside the Aron and take the Luchot, which is the source of the Kiddushah, what, the person is going to be able to live? You know, so uh, he says it's very unlikely, based on the level of kedusha that the Aron had, that Shaul would have been able to even touch it, let alone open it and take the luchot out without dying. So he said he doesn't think that the midrash is possible. 
Okay? Uh, but he comes back and he's, his, whoever it is, it's the man from Binyamin, his clothes are torn and he has earth on his head. And behold, Eli was there, sitting on a chair, next to the area where he could see. For his heart was fearful about the Aaron of God. Now what does it say his heart was not fearful of? His sons. His sons. Okay. And the man came, this uh, messenger, the Binyamin guy came, and the city starts to shout. And Eli heard the sound of the shouting. What is the voice of this multitude? And the man rushed and he came and he told Eli. Eli was 98 years old. And his eyes were still and he could not see. So, was he blind? I don't know. He probably had like a cataract or something. Uh, he, was, he was 98 years old and he could not see anymore. So what was Eli doing? He was sitting there by the area where he could see from a distance, probably in an area where he would be within earshot of the people who were watching so that he could know the second he heard something, he would be able to know that there was a response for what came, came of the war. And he's terrified that something happened to the Aaron. So he's sitting there scared. And he hears that the people start shouting. And he says, what's going on? And so the man from Binamin comes and he tells Eli. Because Eli could not see. So the man says to Eli, I'm the man who came back from the battle. I ran away from that battle today. So he said, my son, what was the matter that occurred? And the man who brought the news, Mevaser is someone who brings news. The Mevaser came and he said, Nas Israel Israel has fled from before the Pilishtim, and there was a great plague amongst the people. And two of your sons died, and the Aaron of God was taken. And it was when he mentioned the Aaron of God, he fell off from his chair backwards, next to the gate, and his neck broke, and he died. For he was old and heavy, and he was the judge of Israel, he judged Israel for 40 years. Now what's interesting about the Pasuk? Again, when the man mentions the Aaron of God, he falls off his chair. His kids, he didn't. Flinch. His kids, he didn't. Now, why would he not flinch? Maybe his assumption is that they're already cursed, so he already did his mourning for that. But to to know that under his watch they lost the Aaron, which was his duty to protect as the Kohen, that was news to him because he didn't. That wasn't part of the curse. I, I have a quick question. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Eli have to like sign off on taking the Aaron out of Shiloh? Like that doesn't just like. I think I think he probably did. Out. I think he probably did, because we know he knew that the Aaron wasn't there, because we know he was worried about the Aaron. So he is concerned that the Kohen's job is to protect the Mikdash, and I told them to take the Aaron, and now my number one duty, which is to protect the Aaron, I failed that. And now it's in the hands of the Pelishtim. Anyways, the, the, the story doesn't end here. Okay, so he, he dies, he, his neck breaks. 
and his daughter-in-law, the wife of Pinachas, Hara Lalat, she was pregnant and was ready to give birth. She heard the news regarding the taking of the Aaron and that her husband died and that her father-in-law died. And she bent over and she gave birth. For her, uh, her um, birth pains began. Her labor pains began. And at the time of her death, the people, the women who were standing next to her told her, do not fear, for you've given birth to a boy. But she did not answer, and she did not pay attention. And she called to the son, the, the boy, which means there is no honor. Saying honor has been, uh, uh, has been exiled from Israel. Because the Aaron was taken and her father and her father-in-law and her husband. They died. And she said, Honor has fled from Israel. For the Aaron of God was taken. Okay, very interesting story. First of all, question. Why is it that Bnei Israel? We understand that Eli gets cursed. But why is it that Bnei Israel are suffering so much? 34,000 dead? It's a big deal. Um, this is... I don't think this is a standalone situation. There's like... We went through years of deterioration, but there was never that... So you could say... You could say that this is the end of the story of Shofetim. Because it's just said... He, yeah. And he judged Israel for 40 years Clearly a continuation of the book of Shofetim Which means that Eli Is like right after Shimshon or something yeah. You know So we're continuing the, the, the degradation Of the status of Israel But I read it that, So that, that could be Pesha first, It could be he's after his first 20 years Not after Well we don't know We don't know when, when this all occurred But, but um, definitely that could be the Peshat That probably is the Peshat by the way But there is a very deep point That I read in the book by Amnon Bazak and he said that what did the Bnei Israel do when they saw that they lost the first round of battle? They went after an item. They did not pray to Hashem. Rather, they relied on the, the item to protect them. They even said that let the Aaron save us against our enemies. Yeah. That kind of thinking is Abu Dazara thinking. Because they thought that there's magical powers to the Aaron independent of Borei Olam. They didn't even turn to pray to Borei Olam. So that's a big problem on their part. And that may be why Bnei Israel suffered the consequences. Eli's death, uh, breaking his neck, is there any significance to that? I'm not sure. Um, what's the story with the daughter-in-law? Why is that important? Because she continued his line. In the right, it shows that his promise. line continues. But they're going to die it, young. It continues with, without a fanfare and the glory that the line previously had. She called him without honor, so it's yeah. starting up. One last thing she says, she says it twice. She says, Gala kavod mi Israel, Ali lakach Aron, ve'alchamia ve'isha. Gala kavod mi Israel, Ali lakach Aron, or Elhi lakach Aron. Meaning the, the real exile of honor from Israel is to do more with the Aron, because that's, that's the one that's repeated, and not the death of her father-in-law and her husband. That's obvious, right? It's, that is what's the... the, the uh, Exile of honor from Israel is, is referring to that mostly. Okay, Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen, Amen.